What's up, everybody? So I want to let you know that the Alpha Brain Golden Ticket Sweepstakes are still going on. And that's just a rad opportunity not only to stock up on your Alpha Brain or give Alpha Brain a try. Because if you haven't tried Alpha Brain, it's definitely one of those tools that's different than any stimulant you've had and gets your brain firing in an absolutely different way. And that's what our clinical research has shown, and that's what everybody who's tried it. You know, we've sold over a million bottles of Alpha Brain, and the results are in. It works. It's awesome. So this is a great opportunity, though, because if you get the Golden Ticket Sweepstakes, everybody is a winner, and there's a bunch of cool shit that we're giving away, from kettlebell sets to different other products, to discounts. Every single person is going to be a winner if you go to the golden ticket sweepstakes so check it out on it.com slash golden ticket and then enter the code and fill in the entry form there's going to be a grand prize for one of you which is going to be a trip out here to austin and on hq so you'll be able to come hang at the hq and do all the awesome on it things so definitely check it out go to on it.com slash golden dash ticket and get your 30 count or 90 count bottle of alpha brain All right, everyone, for the final read of Amp Books, we're actually going to start the transition into the next season, which is going to be Amp Poetry. So I decided I would start by reading one of the poems from this great book of poems from Mary Oliver called Devotions. And this poem tells the story of Theseus and the Minotaur. And Theseus is one of the archetypal heroes going on his own hero's journey. And what he does is he goes down into a labyrinth to slay the Minotaur. And there's a lot of deeper meanings and archetypes in the understanding of Theseus being the hero of his own journey and also what the Minotaur means. But in order to go down and slay the Minotaur, Theseus is given by his girl, Ariadne, a thin strand of white string to keep him from losing his way in the labyrinth because everybody who goes down in the labyrinth gets lost and they never find their way out. So not only does he have to slay this terrifying beast he also has to find his way home so this story in this poem picks up in a moment from theseus's perspective and i'll jump right in and then talk about it afterwards poem is called the return the deed took all my heart i did not think of you not till the thing was done i put my sword away And then no more the cold and perfect fury ran along my narrow bones. And then no more the black and dripping corridors held anywhere the shape that I had come to slay. Then, for the first time, I saw in the cave's belly the dark and clotted webs, the green and sucking pools, the rank and crumbling walls, the maze of passages. And I thought then, of the far earth, of the spring sun, and the slow wind, and a young girl. And I looked then at the white thread. Hunting the minotaur, I was no common man and had no need of love. I trailed the shining thread behind me for a vow and did not think of you. It lay there like a sign, coiled on the bull's great hoof and back into the world. Half blind with weariness, I touched the thread and wept. Oh, it was frail as air. And I turned then with the white spool through the cold rocks, through the black rocks, through the long webs, and the mist fell, and the webs clung, and the rocks tumbled, and the earth shook, and the thread held.
So this is a cool moment to capture for a poet. And I think this is one of the things that poetry can do is it can take a story that we're all familiar with and really personalize it and then add its own color and flavor and spin on it. And it tells the story of a hero who was obviously in love with Ariadne who gave him the thread, which was his lifeline as he went to go slay the Minotaur. But when he was in that singular focus of going to slay the beast, he couldn't think of his girl back home or maybe he wouldn't go down into the labyrinth. He wouldn't slay that creature that was devouring the young maidens and boys and and causing havoc in the kingdom. He was singularly focused on his task at hand, which was to do what the hero does, was to right the wrongs of the world, to bring order to this dark nest of chaos and destruction. And so in order for him to do that, he had to free his mind of all of those thoughts because if he was still attached to the world and that spring air and that love that he had, how could he have gone down and risked his life in such a way? But nonetheless, he still trailed the thread you know, from what he says was a vow and that promise that he made to Ariadne that he would return. And so in this story, as he tells this, he goes and slays the Minotaur. And only at that moment when the deed is done, does he realize like, oh, wow, here's this thread. Here's my way back home. Here's everything that I love. Here's the earth. Here's all of that. And that's in that moment where he says, half blind with weariness, I touched the thread and wept. Oh, it was frail as air. And he realizes at that moment how close he was to dying. If that thread had broken, if he'd forgotten to spool it, if he would have let it and become too singularly focused, like too focused on just that task at hand, he would have lost his own life. And so noticing and seeing that it was that act of love from Ariadne that actually is going to allow him to return, that's when he cries. And the thread can be interpreted in a variety of different ways. It can be interpreted as the higher knowing or that sense of consciousness or the love that actually brings you back. But it's that interesting tension between letting that all go to commit fully, you know, so that you can actually do the thing that you need to do and then becoming aware once you've done the thing that you've done, even though you've kind of kept that awareness with you the whole time, but really taking it in like, wow, now I come home. And as he's returning from the labyrinth and everything's all crumbling around him, he realizes that it worked. Like just keeping that thin thread of awareness as he went on his journey is going to allow him to come back home. So it's just a beautiful take on this very like rich archetypal story of a hero on his journey. And it's something that we can really identify with. You know, when we commit fully to something, it becomes the singular focus but we can't lose ourselves completely in becoming the hero and being the hero and just slaying the beast. We have to keep some little marker that keeps us tethered to the world of love and joy and happiness and everything that you're actually fighting for. Otherwise, you just lose yourself completely in the fight. And that's the story of Theseus, and that's why it's a great story of a hero and just beautifully written by Mary Oliver in this poem. So... Think about that in your own lives. Think about the ways that you become singularly focused on something and can forget about those you love and the things that you're fighting for. And remember to keep that thread that you can always follow back. 
and that will guide you home and with you know as the hero's journey says with the elixir which in this case was not only what he had done which had made him the hero that he is theseus the one of legends that is still talked about now obviously this is a story there was no actual minotaur but in this archetypal story you know this was him going on the journey keeping a thread of awareness which was the love of his loved ones and then being able to follow that all the way back home so it's reminding us that yes we may have to let all of that go but don't let it go completely because if you let it go completely you'll lose yourself completely and that's the lesson from theseus and the minotaur that mary oliver is pointing to so the amp poetry series which will start you know in a few months pretty soon is going to be really taking interesting different poems which are going to be a lot smaller than the amp books um, but point to like really poignant truths and that's the real value of any poetry is to just shed light like a little bit of light like a flashlight on some aspect of human nature or the heart or something that we can learn from and so i'm really excited to share that with you i've always loved poetry and always you know done my best to get out of the way and and let the clumsy words fall in a way that it can actually ex express <clears throat> and let the clumsy words actually fall in a way that can express the truth rather than get in the way of the truth and i think mary oliver is one of those poets that does a great job of that so i hope you guys look forward to the amp poetry series it's coming soon and i hope you guys enjoyed the amp book series it's been a real pleasure to read from some of my favorite books for you and i look forward to doing it with the poems coming up shortly love you guys and have a great holiday season and uh the amp podcast will continue as normal and then amp poetry will start up soon thanks everybody <laughs>